Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We are sort of living in this culture of relentless positivity that does not leave space for suffering, which is not an anomaly of life. It is a part of life. It is absolutely a part of life, and that's okay. It's okay for some things to just be bad for a while. Like, that's okay. You don't have to rush through it, find a silver lining, like crank out some lemonade. Hello and welcome to U-Turns, the podcast all about change. I'm Lisa Oz. And I am Jill Herzig. And, you know, one of the things we've talked about as we've explored this whole process of change and U-Turns is the fact that when you are going through one, particularly if it's a really tough one, some people really show up for you. You, by the way, are a shower-upper. I, I don't think I am, but no, thank you. No, you totally are. I think the same way that Mehmet, like, is that guy who pulls over the car when he sees a fender bender. It's like, is everybody okay? <laughs> is everybody is okay? Yeah. That is totally him. You know, he, he's, I know he's done this to you on the New Jersey Turnpike many, many Multiple times. Multiple times. Obviously, yeah. it's his duty. And it's the right thing. But you're that person, too. You, like, jump out of the car. You're like, okay, what can I do? How can I help? You definitely. I never saw myself that way. But thank you. I, it's I true. You've, compliment. You've done it for me. Some people also, though, skedaddle. Like, that's that's a weird thing. Like, it's going to infect their happiness, I think, or somehow, you know, pull them down into the abyss that we all kind of feel, but we try to ignore so that we can keep going. Yeah. I think I'm one of those people. There was just You're a not- movie. I know I saw a trailer for a movie about a kid who, like, falls to the water and drowns. 
and I think he gets better. But I didn't want to watch the movie because I'm so afraid of of even that story. Yes, so, but when someone you know and love that's is different in pain, yeah. you're right there. Well, our guest today knows all about pain and storytelling and has combined them in a very unique way. Um, we are joined today by Nora McInerney. Oh, that was beautiful. Good oh, job. I was coached. <laughs> um, she is the author of several amazing books. Her most recent one is No Happy Endings, and she's also the host of Terrible Thanks for Asking, which is at the podcast full of the, these traumatic stories, but told in a completely unique and life-affirming way. So thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for today. having me. I think it's important for listeners to know I was exactly 21 minutes late because I got on the wrong train. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> but several, I will tell you U-turns. another subway story, which is that I owe you a debt of gratitude. You have single-handedly gotten me over my fear of crying on the New York City subways. I'm so glad. I can't believe that was a fear yeah. of yours because that was when I lived here, my favorite place to cry because <laughs> no well, one cared. <laughs> I was born and raised here. And one of the lessons that you teach your children is never show vulnerability on the subway. Oh, see, I grew up in Minnesota, so I came here late. And so I was like, I guess I'll just cry here. Yes. <laughs> but when I listened to your podcast, Terrible Thanks for Asking, I some, the tears sometimes just come. And most recently, I was listening to you reading from No Happy Endings. And I cried a bunch. Some of it was on the subway. Nothing bad happened. It was, it was cathartic. But if something bad had happened, you could have told it on Nora's podcast. <laughs> it would have been that would have been a full circle episode for us. <laughs> so tell us about the for the, the for the listeners who don't know your story. Could you just tell us about November twenty fifth, two thousand fourteen? Yes. Uh, so for people who are like, what is wrong with this woman, and why are <laughs> all of her titles so foreboding? In uh, twenty fourteen. I lost my second pregnancy on October 3rd, and then my dad died on October 8th, and then my husband died November 25th. Jeez. Right? That was like the worst month in it the was, history of months. It was. It was almost like to the point where it's just so ridiculous. You're like, all right, here we go. And my husband had, had brain cancer, and he'd been sick for three years, and my dad had been sick with cancer very briefly. And I, I mean, like every pregnancy loss, it just happens out of nowhere, and it was at like 11 weeks and, and six days, really a root. Like you are you are sort of conditioned to believe if you can just get through that first trimester. And I was like, oh, no, 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 because tomorrow will be the second trimester. So I just won't have this happen right now. Um, so those were all of the big losses that I had experienced in my life, period. And I had them all at once. I had them all within six weeks. And how were you not just like in a ball? Oh, I think I was, floor. but also I had a two-year-old uh, child, and as much as he can tell, because children are so perceptive, so as much as he knew, and he he said goodbye to his dad, he knew so much more than you know his vocabulary would would indicate. But kids don't um, stop, <laughs> so even if you are completely destroyed, they wake up, they want breakfast, they want to play, then they want dinner. I think in between they want lunch. Like they right. just want things and they they get them. So Ralph kept me going in a way that I really don't think that I would have had that motivation. No option to fold your tent. No, no, because he was he and he was just so wonderful and he was so wonderfully alive and he had experienced these losses too, just in a different way. 
So it was that. And then it was also a lot of um, shock. Like your brain just sort of packs stuff up, saves it for later. And that has been something that I've really worked through with the podcast and also with this most recent book, too. But but you, eventually it did catch up with you. I oh, mean, yeah. And, yeah. And, and you sort of had to hit bottom before you went and found a therapist, which seems like it was really instrumental in, in kind of helping you dig out. It was so instrumental. And as far as I remember, it was never suggested to me by anyone ever in, in the three years that Aaron was sick. I mean, maybe family would have said it to me, but I look at all of the people who are surrounding the patient, who was Aaron. He was the, he was my, the center of everything, even after I had Ralph. We're so focused on Aaron. And I could have used one of those medical professionals saying, like, also, do you need Ativan? Like, yeah. do you do you need to go see somebody? Are you going to even just the regular doctor, which I wasn't. I didn't see a doctor the whole time, aside from for my pregnancy. I didn't see, I didn't do anything for right. myself. And I could have really used, I think, a professional saying, like, go do this now. Even when it was pretty clear that Aaron was terminal, that his cancer was going to kill him, you you just felt like, no, I have to, I, I have to focus entirely outwardly. I can't. Yeah, and and like when would I have gone too? Like Aaron and I were, we needed money. So I worked full time until he entered hospice, Um, went to work almost every day. He worked basically until he entered hospice. So we worked. I took him to doctor's appointments and the aforementioned baby. Yeah, we had a baby and it just of all of the priorities it's you know your your dying husband and and your baby and then you just sort of slide like right to the bottom so i i'm very grateful we talked about showing up i had a friend who insisted he never came to minneapolis he lives in los angeles but every single day he called me he texted me and he said you have to go to therapy hmm. you have to go to therapy or our friendship is done cuz i can't watch you just fall apart so go take care of yourself so Clearly something turned around because it hasn't even been, you know, what, four years Mm -hmm. um, since that dreadful November. And you've written three books and started a foundation and done TED Talks and have this podcast. How did you shift to being so productive from like the end of the world? Well, I think that at first productivity was uh, a part of the shock and productivity was a way for me not to grieve. It was a way for me to say, look how good I am at this. Like, have you ever seen a 31-year-old widow with a kid write a book in six months? Because I did it. And I put my makeup on every day. And my house is still clean. And if you look at me, you cannot pity me. You cannot feel bad for me because I am fine. Do not talk about me <laughs> amongst yourselves. And Do why, not. why was that so I mean, I, abhorrent to you, the idea that someone would feel... I don't want people, nobody wants to be a sad story, right? Like when something happens to you, you still want to be a full person. And because I was so young, I was 31, none of my friends had lost a husband. None of my friends had lost a parent yet. There was a very big gap between the people who loved me and what they were capable of and what I would allow. And I wasn't, I wasn't even ready to say, I, I'm, I'm really destroyed right now. Like, I did not have the ability to say that or to accept help from anybody. So at first, the productivity, writing that first book, starting a podcast, that was truly a way to to tell myself, if I can keep moving, this will never catch up with me. But 
It did. And it caught up with me when I met the man who is my current husband. Not a title he loves, but I think it's so descriptive. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and falling in love with him gave me, like, that place to be and a place to stop and a place for somebody else to almost insist on taking care of me. And I feel like that's where things really, really turned for me. And the work became not a distraction, but became really meaningful. And I could see it not as trying to prove, you know, my worth for being alive. Like Aaron died and he was the best and I have to sort of earn my right to be here, but really as a way to honor him. Like what what good do I do him and everything he was capable of and won't get to do if I'm doing it out of anything other than just like the thrill of being alive and like the honor of being here, really. It all looks the same from the outside. All achievement sort of looks the same. But I think you know when you're doing something from a productive place or when you're just doing it to like get through something or avoid something. And that was like the biggest, yeah, the biggest change I think is something that really would not be perceptible to most people. When we come back, we're going to unpack that a little and talk about that place of healing. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect purdue global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals these include associate bachelor's master's and doctoral degrees and certificates Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
We've been talking with Nora McInerney about her personal U-turn, probably one of the most terrifying and dramatic ones from wife, mother, daughter to widow, orphan. But then how we were just talking in the last segment about how you came through it. And part of it, I guess, was meeting your current husband Mm -hmm. part of that healing for you? Yeah, part of that was meeting my current husband. And although you say in your book that the timing felt really awkward, you were really uncomfortable with it. Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, there was no, there was never going to be a good time for me to be happy again, right? Like we want everything to be, what is the appropriate time? Like no one, no one can answer that. Um, I remember when Aaron was still alive, I knew this woman and her husband had had brain cancer for longer and his had been completely different from Aaron's. It had changed his personality. It had really incapacitated him. And four months after he died, she texted me, I have a date. And I thought, like, I recoiled. And I told Aaron, like, oh, she has a date? And he was like, don't talk about her that way. Like, you have no idea. You have no idea. And he very rarely reprimanded me. <laughs> and I just thought, well, I mean, oh, I would never, right? Like, like, I will love my husband so much that I would never love another person, which as if those two things are contradictory to one another. And Aaron, maybe seeing, you know, my future, just thought, like, please do not think that way. So I met Matthew, um, like, 52 weeks after Aaron died. Or wait, no, how many weeks are in a year? 52. Yeah. 50 weeks. <laughs> 50 weeks after Aaron died and— I just thought like, oh gosh, no, it hasn't even been a year. As if like in two weeks, then I can date you. <laughs> and uh, and finding happiness felt like also that was wrong. Yeah, you know, like like it had it was somehow invalidating my love for Aaron and also like my grief for Aaron, which is still it's present today too, but it's different. And I didn't realize. And I was really resistant to the idea that you can have more than one feeling at once and more than one experience at once. Is it weird for Matthew? I mean, is there like, is he always trying to live up to the bar that was set by Aaron? I mean, I that's a good question for him. I don't think so. They're very different and our relationship is different. And Matthew's divorced and I certainly don't feel that way about his no previous marriage. From the yeah. Ex-wife. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, I, I mean, um, but it's also like, I mean, it's just two different things. It's like yeah. apples and and pizza. Who knows? Yeah, like an apple can't be pizza. No, but no, I, I it like, shouldn't try. I like what you're saying about U-turns in general, particularly you know the really really hard ones. There that there's just no appropriate timeline. There's no. Um, you know, there are no seven steps that mm-hmm. you can do in a choreographed way. And you're going to feel a bunch of things, some of them really shitty and some mm-hmm. of them maybe not not bad at all at the same time. Yeah. And I think that we're accustomed to, like, knowing that a hard thing should feel hard. But also, we don't really want to see that in one another. Like, we don't really want to, like, you, you mentioned Lisa as a person who shows up and that is so important when you show up for a person and it's also important to show up and understand that some things you just can't fix and to just be comfortable being uncomfortable with someone else's discomfort which is so hard especially if you're somebody's friend especially if this is a person you love if they're your family you want to show up and be like 
And I've got a solution. I've got a solution for... Well, this is not a fixable problem. It's not like you're going to... But were were there lots of people in your life who were saying what you should do is this and what you should do is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. None of them were people who had lost a husband. Um, And the people that I know now and now, I know thousands of them, of people who have lost their their partner. Uh, We never do that. We never, ever tell somebody, oh, you should sell that house. Or, oh, no, 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 don't move. Or like, oh, quit your job. We don't. We don't. We listen. And we are very open with all of the mistakes that we've made, but we don't try to push people down a certain path, which is also something that I can look back in my history and see when I saw somebody having a hard time, what I tried to do was just jump in and fix it Hmm. instead of just listening and just letting them be where they are instead of trying to rush them through to a solution and being like, now that's over. Now we solved it. We got you a new job. We got you out of that marriage. We, you know, just there's so many things other than death where we try to just tie it up for somebody as fast as we can. I do that all the time. <laughs> I try and fix everyone around me all the time. So you, you have in- a really good number of a professional, though. <laughs> I, just, I just do want to say that in case you're thinking that the next time you, you're like, oh, I know who could help Jill. Don't hold back on sharing the contact, please, because a lot of your contacts have really helped me. Um, have you ever done an Enneagram? Yeah, I'm a six. Okay. What are you? Well, I'm a two, but I've read that women typically test as a two because that's what what we're conditioned to. What is this? Right. What is this Enneagram thing? Have Um, you not read my book, (laughs) Jill? You've, uh, yeah, you've got to do an Enneagram. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just a personality typing system that breaks people into nine different types and really just addresses the way that we habitually respond to fear mm. and then shows a path through that. It, so you probably would know you have a different, a different description than that? No, that's perfect. I, I'm the worst at explaining it. I'm so glad I didn't <laughs> try to answer that. I'm like, no, imagine there's like nine things and they, they, they connect to each other. <laughs> they <but> do. I, <laughs> yeah. So you're mm. a two, huh? I'm a two. I'm a two. But I, I think I'm going to retake it. What does that mean about They're you? They're the caregivers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And why would you retake it? Because women typically test into a two just because that's kind of how we're conditioned to respond so to things in the world. Right. So I do recommend taking it again and in who a couple do you, months. Where, where do you think you really are? I think I'm a six. So, okay. So yeah. I, I've What's had a six? <laughs> six is anxiety. Well, we're called the loyalists, but really it's our, our we wear, everyone else like deals with fear, but they don't see fear as their primary, primary motivator. Six is think they hold the world together by their anxiety. So if you were, you know, and the thing is, if you're shaking your head, yes, which means yeah. you're probably a yeah. six. Mm-hmm. Um, you like might you be too. if you worry and panic enough, It's not even panic. Happen. It's no, not just like, you just like check, check. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We're, we, yeah. okay. You just feel like you're holding it all together. Okay. Uh, with a very, very, very thin thread. <laughs> just beneath the surface. It could break at any, at any time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, so the catastrophe of November 2014 mm-hmm. is the worst possible nightmare for most people. But for a six, that's mm-hmm. like the end of the freaking world. Yeah. Yes. And also, it came with something that I think sixes and also just people in general really like, which is a to-do list. So when you're taking care of someone, you always have something to do. Right. There's always something to do. And then when someone dies, there's there's a lot of things to do. Like you get to plan a funeral and check off all those boxes and then you get to go through 
miles and miles of paperwork and you get to answer your doorbell and somebody's brought like a hot dish, which I think is called a casserole in other parts of the world. <laughs> and you and you open all the cards and you write thank you cards. And then after about a week, that's done. Yeah. And it's quiet. Yeah. And there's nothing else for you to do. You know, I, I wanted to ask you if you shared something that I felt after my mother died a few years ago. And obviously this was not, it was not a, cascade of loss like what you're talking about at all and I had plenty of time to prepare for it nonetheless I was pretty gutted and um I just felt like I was walking around without skin on I was just like I was absorbing I felt like I was absorbing everybody's pain and I could relate to it like I it was empathy on steroids Mm -hmm. did you did you feel that I think that I still feel that and I have to like actively try to turn that off and so sometimes I will be walking through the world and I can just see everybody as such a human and be like, oh, my God, everyone has to go through so much stuff. And, like, that guy's sad. And I don't know why. It's it's like a superpower gone wrong some yes. days. Yeah. yeah. And I think that I will just always be like that. But I do think that the feeling you were describing, I relate to you almost as, like, when you keep pushing a bruise— like that kind of grief, now when I push it, it doesn't feel the same as as it did that first year. But that first year, I truly had to avoid almost like all emotion. So I quit my job. Not smart. You're a single mom. You should definitely keep a job. My accountant was like, don't do, why would you do that? And I was like, well, I already sent the email. So um, <laughs> next time, answer my midnight emails right. <laughs> before I do something really impulsive. And I packed up Ralph and we just traveled for a year. We went to wherever we knew someone who had an empty bedroom. We went and stayed with them. And I just stayed busy, busy, busy. So, yeah. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk more about where you are now and where this U-turn has brought you. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect purdue global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals these include associate bachelor's master's and doctoral degrees and certificates 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. So we're chatting with Nora McInerney and we are talking about Right now, I think your podcast I want to talk about, Terrible Thanks for Asking, and how you've transformed the pain that you went through into a tool for helping thousands of people who are struggling with loss. Um, how did you come about making this podcast? What, what was the impetus behind it? So that's the answer I wish I would have given people right away. Um, I wish I would have. All the people who asked me in that first year after Aaron died, how are you? I wish I would have said, terrible. Terrible. (laughs) Thanks for asking. And before Aaron died, he and I had written his obituary together, and it went viral. Um, Said, per Mort Aaron Joseph, age 35, died due to complications of a radioactive spider bite. And we revealed that he is Spider-Man. And um, I honored his first wife, Gwen Stefani. And and it was, we did not think that they would publish it, but I just want all your listeners to know that obituaries are not fact-checked. You pay for them. (laughs) So they're basically an advertisement for your life. So write whatever you want. And we didn't know that. So we published it, and uh, the Star Tribune, which is our local newspaper, gave it a bigger spot and, and wrote about Aaron, and it went crazy viral, not an intended consequence, but I started getting hundreds of emails a day from all over the world. And it wasn't just people who were telling me about their dead husbands, but I do have a niche there. And it was just people who had gone through something, and it could have been years ago or it could have been very recent, but they were spilling their guts to a complete stranger because their friends and family had stopped asking or stopped talking about it or maybe never had talked about it. And they didn't feel like they had that space to still bring this thing up because this thing should be over, right? They should be over it by now. So some things you never get over. Yeah. Stay with you forever. And I want I want you to say that every episode of your podcast for the rest <laughs> of your life because we are sort of living in this culture of relentless positivity that does not leave space for suffering, which is not an anomaly of life. It is a part of life. It is absolutely a part of life, and that's okay. It's okay for some things to just be bad, for a while. Like, that's okay. You don't have to rush through it, find a silver lining, like crank out some lemonade. You can be sad. Like, you can grieve. And, uh, like, American society has completely erased that from from our culture. Like, mm-hmm. just completely. There's, like, 
a bereavement policy in every major company, and it's like five days for a spouse. Jeez. It's crazy. So uh, the first season of the podcast came from my inbox. We just, I just went through my inbox and I said, if I had a podcast, would you be on it? I didn't have a podcast, by the way, (laughs) nor did I know how to make one or who made them at all. I knew that I liked listening to them and that I needed a job. So, (laughs) um, so I found people who make podcasts. Turns out they're in Minneapolis. American Public Media is located like 10 miles from my house. So, so this was meant to be possibly. Yeah, I went there with an idea, and uh, they said, sure, we'll we'll try it. We'll make 10 episodes with you and see if it works. And it it works, and I've been doing it for four years. It's pretty epically successful, which I guess feels a little funny. It does feel a little funny. Because it, it really is all about the pain that people are going through. And, you know, I wanted to ask you, because I I really love the podcast, and I'm not even sure I can explain exactly why I love it, but— um, I feel like it's a chiropractic adjustment to my attitude every time I listen to it. And not just because I feel like, you know, oh, like what your mother used to tell you, there's always somebody who's struggling more than you. It's not really that. It's, mm-hmm. There's nothing moralistic about it. But one of the things I really admire is how you, you pull people's stories out of them in a very patient way with lots of details, some of which are pretty agonizing to listen to, hence the crying. Um, why is it important to extract those details that are like the most intimate, the most wrenching ones? I don't know that it's necessarily an extraction so much as making a space for people to actually say those things. And when we interview people, it's rarely face-to-face. So often they're in a studio somewhere and the engineer is out there and the lights are dark and they have headphones on and they're in front of a microphone and it's quiet, and they get to just talk. And we don't start out saying, so tell me about this terrible thing that happened to you. God, that must have been hard. You know, nor do we say, oh, I mean, uh, you know, uh, we don't tiptoe around it either. We give them the chance to tell their story how they want to tell it, and not just as a sad story. So it's never a pity machine. Pity is the grossest thing in the world, but I do want to make things. It's weirdly funny sometimes. It is. I mean, because everything is always so mixed together. One of the funniest moments of my life was at the funeral home trying to pick a casket for my dad. He wanted, um, a, he wanted just a pine box. That's what he wanted. And what, it, what the word that we're looking for, by the way, is coffin. That's the difference. Like, unlined is a coffin. The big Cadillac ones are caskets, and Jeez. my little brother's standing there making, like, this shape with his hands and going, he wants, like, a Dracula box, and he keeps <laughs> making the shape with his hands, and the woman's like, you mean coffin? He's like, yeah, but but make sure it's the, like a Dracula box, and he just kept saying that. We're like, idiot, we know, like, please stop. It's just Yeah, stuck. and the woman was like, who are these four clowns? I'm like, we are our father's children, and this is, this is going to be— um, a fun day for us, and later we have to go to the Mall of America and make sure my dumb brothers have something to wear, which my, my dad would have just been, I was like, you cannot show up to our dad's funeral dressed like a doofus. Like, what do you mean you don't have a belt? What do you mean you don't have a belt? Like, good God. So my sister and I are like walking through the Mall of America trying to get these adult men dressed. My brother disappears, comes back. He's got a box of Legos from Legoland. <gasps> Like, that's not why we're here. Anyway, so it's all it's all mixed together. Like, these sad moments also have 
these incredible moments of levity. And I'm never talking to someone looking for, but like, what's the funny part of this? Like, can you make me, can you make me laugh about, (laughs) about the worst day of your life? But I do, I do give them a lot of quiet. And then those things just kind of come out because often you, they have not been able to tell this story in a way that isn't the way that I told you at the beginning of the show, what happened in 2014. Yeah. If you ask me, anybody can tell you the facts of the worst part of their life, right? My baby died. My dad died. My husband died. Like, we can we can get that out in a pretty rehearsed way. And so when you give someone the time to just tell you parts of the story that aren't necessarily just the, the beat-by-beat storyline, I think that's when you get those deeper moments that maybe they didn't even know were there. Do you find with the people that you speak with and also for yourself, do you find that you, are you waiting for the other shoe to drop? Is it like, like has it, has the worst happened? So then you can just be carefree and happy all the time now. Cause they, cause the universe has thrown everything at you or is it like, Oh crap. you know, something else. Yeah. So it's coming. neither. I do know that I've not filled my punch card. I mean, terrible things are going to keep happening, like, all around the world. Are you and less afraid of them now? I, now I know that whatever happens, I will survive until the one thing that I don't survive. Right. <laughs> but I also have no control over that. And we have this blended family of four children who, you know, three-fourths of them have been through something really traumatic in their lives. And I want to reinforce for them, like, you are not just the hard thing that happened to you. But something hard did happen to you, and it helped make you who you are now. And it also will will be something that you draw upon when the next hard thing happens, and it's going to happen. Like, maybe this year it's the ACT. And, <laughs> and it's a hard thing, by the right? Way. <laughs> and maybe, and which I completely blocked out all of that. I was like, really? It's this year? Um, and maybe maybe next year it's something really, really big. We don't know, but it's it's also not a way to live, sort of staying, like, tense and ready. That's that's worry, that's anxiety that robs us so much of just, like, enjoying what we have now, which is a mode that I have to pull myself out of on pretty much a daily basis. I think that's wise words for all the number sixes out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's wide, wise words for any of us. Nora, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me and for um, letting me be uh, late because, again, got on the wrong train. <laughs> so. Please check out Nora's podcast. It is called Terrible. Thanks for asking. Yes, and also check out her new book, No Happy Endings. Um, Thank you so much. And thank you so much to Alicia Haywood, our producer who sets all this up and gets us going. Um, And thanks to all of our listeners. And please, everybody out there, consider reading and reviewing us if you haven't already. It means a whole lot to us. And connect with us, please, here at U-Turns Podcast. Yeah, review the podcast. That's very important. Everybody, you got to rate it. I don't know why. Algorithms. Do what Nora yeah. said. Rate yeah. it. Do what she said. Right now. And Take subscribe. It. Oh, and subscribe and then also post about it online. <laughs> All knows, good things. Who knows how algorithms work? Nobody. <laughs>
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.